All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Utility Players Podcast, episode 20. If you guys are and girls are watching us on YouTube, you see that the um, got a little uh, change of scenery, change of production. Um, we got we got two two what is that two shots three people uh we're missing one person so uh if you're watching us on youtube it's a little different um we're missing ben at the moment uh gravy do you have an update to you know ben's whereabouts and such at first i thought ben was on pto but then i found out that he got suspended for 10 games by the mlb for using sticky stuff on his hands at work so Hey, yeah, we to hope, the we hope to see him back. I think the 10 days um, from when it started, I think it does line up for him to return next week. But I'll have to double check with Elliot. I know he was getting the email from the lawyers and uh, Ben's reps. So we'll see. Yeah, we were going to have Elliot fill in for a little bit, but he's busy. He's got a lot of stats to look up, a lot of production after yeah. this. We uh, just started a TikTok uh, today, actually just launched. We'll, we'll promote that on the IG and the Twitter, which – TikTok's taking over as another platform. We could, you know, do some fun stuff. So he's been working. Sure. We're working it. He's only an intern. Elliot's not even getting paid, by the way. So yeah. he's, yeah. He's, yeah so. Getting, he's getting paid free 99. Somebody tell Fort that we can't hear him. So th- this episode should be, you know, more an efficient one. Obviously we're down one member. We're, we're going to carry them. We're going to carry our, our, our teammate, like uh, hopefully KD and, and James Harden does. Uh, tonight we're recording this on Tuesday night So hopefully we get a good result there I have a lot of anxiety personally as a fan I wanted to channel my inner New Jersey Nets um, You know, as a a little uh, montage to uh, playing well Playing as a team That's what we need tonight for the for the for Brooklyn sure. Nets So we'll try to carry him. this, us three Yeah, I was going to say I was going to ask you Because yeah. I understand like the significance Of the series you guys are in now And um, losing the last game do you think he's coming back a little too early? Like, are you worried that he may re-aggravate re that kind of like AD with his groin? Yeah, I feel like it's a hamstring injury. So you're always, uh, I feel like even if you come back in a week or a month, you're always going to think that you're going to re-aggravate uh, a groin or a hamstring. Those those seems like the, the two injuries that are always lingering long after. I'm not a, a doctor, nor am I a scientist, so I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, have any credibility to what I'm saying, but I think knowing the Brooklyn Nets and knowing Sean Marks, how they go about their player injuries, I'm going to say they, they did their due diligence with this one and they feel he's probably 80, 85% or hopefully 90. And I think I'd take that James Harden. If he plays well, plays smart, not doesn't overcompensate. I think the Nets will, uh, I feel confident. I, I felt confident right before they announced, uh, injury of him coming back but now even more so i think we could bring it to a game game six and hopefully close out can't hear you bro i think you guys are gonna have to share a mic because i think in your zooms we can restart this whole episode if you want but i think um on the zoom settings under mute you probably just have another one where it's a select a microphone you probably just have an under raised microphone yeah i do yeah. Yeah. Share the mic. All good. We're still going. We're still going. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it'll be good for the Nets. Harden come back. Um, just as a team perspective, you know, it's tough losing a superstar like Kyrie. Um, I do think that Giannis put his leg under him, but we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> um, but Kyrie's a big loss just because he's your point guard, and point guard's one of the most important players on the team. But it'll be all right. Just. Like Ray said, he can't. Harden shouldn't do too much because I think Katie's going to shoulder the load, and they'll be all right on that end. I got over thirty-three and a half for <laughs> sure for KD. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. I mean, at the end of the day, it's uh, the Bucks are coming in with a lot of obviously momentum. Nets play very well at home, so it's going to be a good. Uh, it's. <laughs> I've been nervous all day. I've been for the last thirty-six hours. I've been talking myself off the ledge. Um, but at the end of the day, I've put my in my head that they're probably going to make it a game seven. And in a game seven, you never know at the end of, uh, what's going to happen. So I'm prepared for it all. Uh, I just want to see a good competitive game, not like the last two games. The last two yeah. games have been 
not competitive at all. Obviously, they they blew uh, um, the doors off uh, game three, and then obviously game four, we took a lead in in, in the first quarter, and then uh, the injury happened, and then obviously the momentum went in their favor. So hopefully it's a competitive game. I think if it's a competitive game at home, we win. That's that's all I need to know. If it's a, it's a five-game, uh, five-point game either way, I think the Nets take it, but uh, I think it's good for the NBA. We all win if the Nets are in the playoffs, I think. Uh, you know, that's kind of weird for me to say as a biased fan, but I think the 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 world and NBA want to see what these three could do. So, um, right. No, I think it works in your favor. You see home court coming into play here that everything that's been going on, at least you guys are home for this game. You're not an away game. And like you said, it being a close game and you guys being home could, could help a lot. And uh, this is an important game for you guys, I think. Momentum is definitely going to swing a certain way, a big time after this game tonight. Yeah. Um, so the other probably now, I mean, I didn't expect us to jump too, uh, too much into nets right away, but I love it. Cause the other thing that was probably the other, the other prediction that I had in the finals was the Suns, Suns and nets, uh, both the show live, obviously. And then that the, the Suns swept the, uh, the Denver nuggets, obviously they're out you know, Jamal Murray uh, out with the injury, but the MVP uh, Joker wasn't, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't do enough to hold over that, that, that son's team that I felt like they were in control of every game. Did you guys mm-hmm. feel that too? Did you feel like out of the four games, like the nuggets, I didn't feel like the nuggets really had control or they were going to win either of the four. Yeah. I, I didn't felt like game one was the closest one out of all those. And then the Suns just kind of took over in the fourth quarter game one, but after that, it was, it was a wrap for them boys. It was quiet. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, I mean, it's a game of runs. Obviously the Suns are just hot right now. Um, they were shooting well, defense is playing well, having Jay Crowder, uh, Mikael Bridges, um, Cam Johnson, those guys helps that team a lot. Um, CP carrying them, deep book getting hot. Like that, that's scary. And uh, when you got a big guy like Aiton who can be effective without touching the ball 20, 25 times, you know, a game or, you know, having to slow the game down to, to get him going, I think helps a lot, especially in today's NBA. So he fits in perfectly with them. Um, I'm interested. I, I want them to play the Jazz in the finals, in the Western Conference finals. Um, I think that would just be a better better matchup, a more fun matchup. See Spida and D-Book go at it. Shout out Miller Lite. Um, but I don't know, man, I, I, switching over to that other series, I'm interested to see who's going to, Hey, that's the best sounding audio to come out of that microphone today. No offense. Yeah. Thanks man. Yeah. Um, Special I'm interested to see who, who's going to be playing the Suns Cause I think the Clippers are a bad matchup for the Suns, but for entertainment wise, I'd rather see the jazz play them. Yeah, no, of course. It's it would only make sense for the hottest team to play, quote unquote, the best team in the West. Obviously, the Jazz were the best team in the West all season long, start to finish, basically, um, record wise. And then obviously the the Suns are just playing phenomenal. They're the 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 hottest team in the entire playoffs. That has to happen. I think the NBA would like that. Obviously, two small markets, two teams. You know, the Jazz made it to back to back finals and couldn't win. Uh, against the Bulls and obviously mm-hmm. rocking the New Jersey Nets. We couldn't win in back-to-back. We both, both teams faced dynasties at the time. Obviously they faced the Bulls we, uh, twice. We faced uh, the the Lakers and the Spurs, which actually they showed it recently, I guess, with the Nets getting some buzz here lately. We're on NBA TV, like throwback 2002, which I loved. I did I see that. The other night. Well, you're yeah. Probably oh yeah. I, I, I was watching something else and I was like, all right, I'm going to record this because I want to relive it. I think it was like the game three. And uh, I look back at that series all the time, Spurs and Nets. And um, we lost four, two, but we were, we had a 10 point lead with six minutes to go in, uh, in game five or game six to make it a game seven. And it would have been back in New Jersey at the time. Cause I think we had a better record. I mean, you can't look back. And- this is what this man put on the other day when I came to his house. He put on his Chromecast and he started watching like hardwood classics. I'm like, what are you doing? Right now? <laughs> that sounds like Ray. 
Yeah, you gotta, you know, you got you got so many TVs, you gotta utilize them I'm at like, the end of the day. Like, just put on game six clay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did that too. We we had outside, we had a pool party on Saturday. We were going through all by the way, that was like a five-year anniversary on Sunday. Yeah, it happened to be the five-year anniversary anniversary of um LeBron coming back game seven, I think it was. We were watching game seven, the last what six, seven minutes of that game was probably the best finals sequence of all time just defense i don't think anybody scored out of the first six minutes nobody scored for the first three or four but it was back and forth back and forth um, right. we put that on and then we got into some miami heat highlights which were great with Dwayne wade cool um so yeah with the with the suns i mean uh w- when nate was on i think what was that episode nine ten maybe uh yeah. nate was on we were talking big into you know nba playoffs and CP3, I think he said, I don't know, did he say that might have been his MVP at the time? Yeah, I think yeah. him and I, I were saying I Chris Paul. Of, yeah. 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 I remember him I was talking saying, a lot of Chris. Uh, he's a, a bandwagon Suns fan. Yes, that's what it was. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to, without without looking at any videos, I'm trying to think back and I'm like, yeah. we talked a lot about this a month and a half ago or so. And it turns out it's exactly what, you know, the smart NBA, smart fans were, were or, uh, we're seeing at the time like cp3 organizing that team making them a, a force and then in the playoffs you're seeing exactly that and i love that sure. chris paul's playing with a chip on his shoulder you know he said yeah. in that interview uh people game. wrote me off and i love that yeah no i was with uh nate this weekend and i'm although i was incredibly drunk saturday he Ooh. uh i'm pretty sure he was riding high on that uh son's bandwagon so got to hey yeah, some fans we'll travel well yeah game three, they were in there and game four you know after they were interviewing chris paul right after the game they were all cheering dude hey, the funniest they were thing and, uh, uh, i was gonna say the fight's stupid the funniest thing um about that game was seeing Jokic's brothers in the stands bro yeah, that's, that's what i was hilarious. gonna say too. dude he, he's tatted up on the neck too i just see yeah. the, the video and the two security guards, and they're old as fuck, thinking they're going to hold these two motherfuckers coming Bro. back. Like, going to the – it was just like he wanted that. If, if he was going to be – if he was front row, he probably would have been in the scrum, and that would have been amazing, both of them. The the memes and That's tweets, somebody was like, Devin Booker's going to have five Serbian guys at his door next morning saying, you are the Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Booker got right in his face too, though. Like off rip, yeah, he, he was care. right in there. He, he said, "Fuck it, yeah, we out here." He's yeah, a Kardashian. Yo, now. Kim Kim I, a lawyer. I, I, He's good. <laughs> <laughs> they um, that was obviously pure frustration. Pure. Uh, he didn't want to hurt the guy. Obviously, he showed good sportsmanship coming off the floor. Addressed mm-hmm. um, pain at the time, but uh, Terrence Ross, I think, tweeted. Did you see that? He was like. Yo, this motherfucker did that to me this season too. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a time where it was like the similar play where he just like swatted at the ball. I thought that was hilarious when he did that. I don't think they should have called the flagrant too. Yeah, Even that was the Nuggets were probably gonna lose. I mean, you don't. He just won MVP. Like they're at home. Just, yeah. just let him finish out the season. Like that was NBA refs got to chill out. They got to have like a whole new training class for these NBA refs and like. I don't know. Yeah. The refs are tripping. Mm. I knew it was going to be a call to flagrant two only because it looked like he was trying to take somebody's head off. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't make contact with the uh, – well, a little contact, but he got ball as well. I just knew the NBA were put in a position where it's like, if we don't set that precedent now, we're we're, we're going to be in trouble if it happens again and you don't give a flagrant two. So, it sucks because he's the MVP. It was the last game, and they were down already at the time. But I think the NBA just was in a position where they had to just – call that flagrant foul which i wouldn't have i don't agree with it but i understand why they had to agreed yeah um so any uh nba any other nba uh news that stuck out i mean um nba first teams second teams came out both what offense oh, yeah, and yep. yeah there was some um, uh, <laughs> i don't know Kendrick if offense and defense i did see i did see the defensive one yeah yeah was it just defense yeah, I don't know. If yeah, they have an so offensive uh, the one. Sixers had Sixers had. Uh, did they have three players on that list? Or, or yeah, two? so first first team was Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, Draymond Green, Giannis, and Drew Holiday, 
And then second team was Bam, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, uh, Ty Bowl, and Kawhi. Second team is stacked. So wait, there was, I, and I'm not saying this as a troll, so don't don't think I am as it okay. for the Knicks. There's no Knicks on that. Nah, I I, w- I would have thought maybe Noel would have got second team. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Is that's yeah. the only reason why I'm saying it because they were number what two or at least top three in the East every the whole yeah, season. Yeah, I'm interested definitely. to see and if, then they were uh, probably top. Five. I don't know if there'd be a third team. I don't know if there's a third. Yeah, team. I gotta look into that. But, I don't think yeah, so I either, mean, but I I wasn't surprised. I mean, it's not these are all great defenders, so it is what it is, and maybe him not oh, tremendous not starting until about twenty, thirty games in um had an effect on that, but um hey. He was he was top five First in most defensive categories. Defense. Yeah, Tony Allen. Miami sure. Heat got some love. That's good. I mean, uh Kendrick Perkins immediately put out about how does uh, Bam not go? Wait, no, Jimmy Butler, because he led the lead in steals, mm-hmm. not be on the first team. But uh, I think – who do you want I mean, out? I'm not, I'm, not ar- I'm not arguing with that first team. Yeah. No, that first team. Not at all, right? <laughs> it's it's pretty special. And it's it's crazy because it's such a po- po- positionless game nowadays that, mm-hmm. you know, you have, I think, in that lineup, you have Giannis playing the three at the end, or, or Draymond playing the three, and it's like, that's kind of weird. Just because nobody, there's not point guard, shooting guard anymore. It's just two guards and three forwards. Oh yeah, so it is kind of awkward. The five a lot. Yeah, and but then you got Gobert. You know what I mean? Like if you want to mm-hmm. literally put that team together and put it on the court, who's playing the three at that? It's got to mm-hmm. be either Draymond or Giannis. It's it's kind of weird. I mean, nobody plays the three. That's Obviously, well, we have yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that but makes sense. It's just kind of weird. They put, put Ben in as a guard. Yeah. Yeah. They, they 100%. It's kind of weird when they put these first teams out there or all-stars where it's like, damn, he's playing – technically he's a three or a two, but he, he never plays that position. Um, that's kind of gone uh, gone away. How many points is that team scoring? <laughs> the, the first team on the defense. Actual, how, many, how many offensive <laughs> points is that team scoring? I don't know. That's a great, Bro, that's a great be, debate right there. It's going to be Drew Holiday picking a little <laughs> all day. With everybody, it's a late, it's a late nineties, early two thousands. Like no one, uh, I think we talked about this. uh, Like Detroit Pistons used to hold their opponents under seventy, like the most in NBA history. Like it's gonna be something like that. It would be something like that, like eighty four seventy nine. They might get eighty. They might. (laughs) No one's shooting free throws. There's not a lot of offense on that defensive team. That's crazy, and they're definitely not giving up more than sixty or seventy points anyway. If I could just get a stream uh, to work for this game. Which game are you trying to put on? The Metropolitan. Uh, Mets and Cubs. Because it's on ESPN. You got blacked yeah, out. Yeah, I live in I Oh, live you in got Iowa, blacked out? Yeah, four and a half. No, I, I know, but they black out all Chicago? Like yeah. all Chicago sports? Yep, oh, wow. and then I have like YouTube TV, so I have like all the regular channels. But I believe the Cubs moved to like their own network or something. I don't know, but it's not on regular tv either we did uh get chris bryant out of the game nice and early tonight though so nice so while we're on the topic obviously uh baseball they announced that today they announced kind of the rules and regulations last week they talked about how they will crack down on sticky substances meaning sunblock uh the you know pine tar what is it spider what's that substance spider Spider attack right Um, they're going to crack down on it. Obviously you had, um, spin rate, you know, as they able to track it, able to uh, go up every single season, pitchers mm-hmm. are dominating. We have like eight or nine, no hitters close to perfect games. Offense is down. The Yankees suck for more reasons than just their <laughs> offense, but they fucking suck right now. Uh, so this only helps us. The fact that major league baseball had a steroid problem in the nineties and the early two thousands for the, I, 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 in my opinion, they cracked down on it pretty late, but they eventually got it together. And I feel like this is the same thing put in a pitcher's way. So steroids are more for hitters to recover. Obviously, pitchers were using it, but now pitchers are almost using a steroid where it, it uh, they use sticky stuff, obviously, to grip the ball, and you're able to do more stuff to the baseball, which makes the offense, and people love offense, as mm. seen in the NBA, as seen in the NFL. 
what is as a as our baseball you know professional expert baseball what do you what's your kind of overall view of it whether it's the history of pitching and now it's you know um gone down as far as uh, offense what is your kind of like spin on the game as a whole as well i think baseball is doing too much um i do like to follow like the rules like i understand the rules and the unwritten rules and stuff like that like i, I like baseball to do that kind of stuff um i don't think this is a good idea it's been going on for years people have been doing whether it's rosin like mixing rosin and pine tar or um just making their own concoction of things um in order to help them um baseball's done stuff with the balls now they do it every year um now they're like the pine tar rule has been in effect for years now um hey if if, if a player has pine tar where you noticeably see it on his body or uniform or hat, cool, kick him out. But if there's none of that, like this, you can't wear sunscreen um, in stadiums that have yeah. covers. You can't wear sunscreen at night games. Um, there's like a whole bunch of little bullshit. Which rules. makes sense overall, right? And but that kind of does make sense though, Gravy, if you want to break it down. But, no? but yes, but to my like, that's just like the little things, but like, so like my major point would be, this is all going to go away because it's going to take one time where it's a little wet out or it's humid and a pitcher doesn't have control of the ball and he hits somebody in somewhere where he probably shouldn't That's hit the them. other negative. Yeah. And people are going to start getting hurt. People batters are going to start being hit more now because, and the pitchers are going to go back and say, Hey, too bad. You guys stopped us from using this stuff. And now we don't have control over the pitches. Okay. So I feel like they should just bring steroids back to kind of even it out. Bro, <laughs> but, steroids <laughs> saved baseball. <laughs> yeah, good. it really did because it was dying in the nineties and it's dying now again. So it's yep, good that you broke baseball. that down though, because that's what I was gonna I was gonna say, like explain to like people that don't know too much about baseball how these substances would affect you know players uh in their performance and whatnot. So I mean you just did that beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and it and it is guys aren't gonna get paid because their numbers are going to go down and all these analytic nerds are going to look at their spin rates or how much RPMs are generating on a fastball. Okay. It's not, it doesn't matter. You got guys look at Lance Lynn, the guy throws high 94 and he's had success the past few years and he's adorable well, guy. Good, so the good thing for you, at least, uh, you know, I don't know if it means anything, but, at least Jacob deGrom's teammates came out without having to and saying that he doesn't use any of that. He's never, they've never well, seen it and he's legit. So, I mean, imagine if he did though. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And it, it may sound biased, may not. He's like, I would be concerned. Like, sorry, Ray, Garrett Cole, I would be concerned. I am Trevor, concerned. Trevor Bauer, I would be concerned. Jake throws fastballs. <laughs> like he is predominantly a fastball pitcher. He's always had a good yeah. curveball. He's always had a good slider. But he throws fast. Like the, this stuff that they're banning from the league and checking guys for has no effect on fastballs. So in that sense, yeah. cool. You're right. Like doesn't. And I, I believe him. I don't. I don't think that he would do it. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of guys that we didn't think would do it, and we're going to find out have done it. But it's a part of baseball, so. Yeah, yeah and that's where I'm kind of. I kind of text my boy AP because we usually talk baseball every single day during the season, and um, I was I was learning kind of the the rules and regulations that they were going to implement this week or going into next week, mm -hmm. and at the end of the day baseball has oh and I, I said on this on this podcast multiple times probably over the last 10 episodes that baseball is always behind they're always trying to play catch up they're not there there's so many rules and regulations that go into baseball and there there's there's no way to almost monitor all of them you know per year right. um and this is finally one that i've actually seen that they seen a problem or at least it was talked about in the media and they wanted to clean up immediately. They didn't say, let's wait till next year. So I do yep. give them that much credit for seeing an issue, uh, knowing 
that viewership is down, that they need some offense going on and being like, we're not going to wait to the end of the year. We're going to do this now and we're going to make it broad. And, and that's what one of the reporters said. What is it? Jeff Passon? Is that a home run yeah. again? Yeah. Oh no. Answer. He's Oh, we caught it. Don't, don't let him fool you. He got both his TVs playing baseball. Yeah. Right now, so <laughs> um, I think it's Jeff Passon. He was breaking down. He's like, if they would have left it non or, or too detailed, you know, umpires to be like, is that sunblock? Is that tar? Is that, so at the end of the day, if they see any substance on your arm or on your on your uniform, they're gonna just take you out of the game, and then you're gonna mm-hmm. be suspended. Uh, I like being proactive. It's if it's gonna clean up the game to make a quote unquote loving love a level playing field, and produce more offense. I'm for it. I, I yeah. mean, well, I'm trying here, not, not to be thing. too much of a purist and a traditionalist, but the thing with that is um, they've stopped offenses from being explosive and scoring runs by deadening the baseball, which is why you're seeing all these um, no hitters. I'm trying to think of the word, no hitters. So it's, I don't know, it's just contradicting what they're trying to do to the game. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, it is kind of, you, of a weird dynamic of that. When you don't have guys who can't control the baseball and they're walking guys, that slows the game down. That makes baseball games lower. People don't go to baseball games to see guys walk. So we'll see. Like I, just, I mean, like I said, I'm previously. interested to see and who gets caught. I think an interesting rule about it is if a player does get suspended for ten games, you're not allowed to replace him on the roster. So your team's fucked. For Ooh, those so it's games. not like a DL spot nope. or an IL spot. Nope. But I heard it is paid, so they're not. They're yeah. not making the um, the consequence too severe. They're making it at least you're not playing for 10 days, but you'll get paid. So at least the players are like, I think eventually they'll upgrade that in a year or two to be like, all right, now we're trying to cut it out. We're not going to pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts on that Fort? No, that's kind of messed up how they're still going to pay them, but. I guess that's cool. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> it doesn't make too much sense to get suspended from work, but you still get paid. Kind of like when cops. That's yeah. Up. That's the life. PTO. Yeah, it's like when, when when cops fuck up and they get the they're um, put on a desk job for for six months yeah. to get paid. It's like uh, it's a formality. You still hang out. Without getting too political, um, let's. Uh, I mean, soccer. The Euros uh, were supposed to be last year, 2020. It's still. Euros 2020, which I appreciate, but also hate because every time I see the numbers 2020, it's uh, it's always a hard time to see those numbers because it's a hard year for most people out there. Um, yep. Euros started uh, the group stages. Uh, each each I think team has just played one game. I think the everybody plays. Everybody has played one game. I think at this point. But uh, did you guys see Erickson go down? Uh, I watched. Actually, I, I didn't the video see it yesterday. live. Yeah, I seen it yesterday as to. well while I was taking a shit because that's where the most production gets done around here. Um, watch, watch that video, and that's very scary, man, to, to see a guy go down face first and teammates, opponents are just – they know it immediately. It, it didn't take too long to figure it out. Like, he wasn't faking a dive. The ball got passed to him, and boom, he went down. And they literally revived that dude on the field. Yeah, shout out to the medics. Yeah. yeah. Facts. They got out there quick. <laughs> Dude, it was, that's that's a scenario where if people don't react right, if things aren't done properly, that, that person dies on the field. And Could you and, imagine? Dog. I've like, I've seen it before. Well, firsthand we played uh in high school, we played a uh, a team in Brooklyn. They came to us on like a Saturday morning, um, died on the court literally got cardiac arrest died on the court and then from then on i think by law i think they implemented every new york city sport like either gymnasium or field or whatever had to have a um um medical staff and stuff. for it but be, yeah no just uh basically um to revive people resuscitator yeah. and and that was yeah and that was that was that had to be implemented uh you know citywide Dude yeah. died on a it's, – it's crazy, 12 years old, 13 years old. So, uh, that was scary. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to – I mean, I don't – he obviously is not going to play the rest of the, the tournament. His country and his team will, will pick it up. But that was a scary kind of surreal moment uh, for when when sports and real life 
come together really fast. Damn, how are the Mets down? Javi Baez hit a homer, Oppo. Oh, nice. oh yeah, you didn't see. Nah, no, he blacked out. Oh, he's black- <laughs> no, I mean, I thought he got a shoot. No, I wish I was blacked out. That's why I was like, I wasn't going to celebrate it or, or show off or I'm not whatever. I wasn't going to say it until you realized it. Um, Ronaldo came, became the uh, top leading scorer of the Euros. That's my guy, will always be my guy. Real Madrid Pinaldo. forever. So, Pinaldo. Euros about I, to heat up. Scored his 105th goal. No, well, 105th international goal, but also the 10th goal to tie in typical Pinaldo fashion by sinking a penalty that he had nothing to do with. Love it. Love yeah, it. I mean, that that's a good stat. I mean, if you were to take – it's one of those um, – Stats like if you were to take away every penalty kick from Messi or Ronaldo, how many actual goals they would have, that's probably more important to me. Um, but that's a stat in soccer where if you're that good of a scorer, you're a captain and you're yeah, you're taking the penalty, you know, the most sure. dominant, you're just gonna you're just gonna get more goals. I yeah, that's that's team wide. It's equal equal playing field, meaning every team has a player that shoots more penalties. Uh, than the other players on the so it's it's kind of like almost makes that even at the end of the day but Ronaldo and Messi uh they're hopefully Ronaldo retires from Juventus or from you know European soccer comes to MLS and lifts MLS up because I think it's gaining momentum and he'll just push that forward mm-hmm. uh somebody give him a bag hopefully into Miami or LA Galaxy somebody in the main you know New York FC he scored those two great. games late uh, he scored those two goals late um, Last ten minutes, yeah. And I was watch. I watched the whole game because I bet on Portugal money line. I parlayed more uh, Portugal money line and under three and a half goals. Ooh. So I was feeling good. Oh, I was like, hey, won. yeah. I was like, hey, like definitely under three and a half. Score this goal. We're good. It looked scary scored three for, you for a second. ASAP, and I'm like, oh shit! Now I'm gonna get the over. Like I didn't know what was gonna on, but man, those first eighty minutes, he didn't do shit. Like he just looked. I I, I almost tweeted. I was like, hey, next stop. Ronaldo's the MLS because he just yeah. looks so I'll disinterested. What we need more European? I take Ronaldo in the MLS. We need more European players out here. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the MLS, and since we just spoke about baseball, Uncle Stevie, Steve Cohen, owner of the Mets, bought Orlando FC this past weekend. Oh, did he? I didn't really? even. Yeah, I didn't even so see that pop up. It has to get approved okay. by the owners, of the course, thing. but. He did buy Orlando FC. How much percentage? I don't know. Dude, that's a smart buy. Yeah, that's a smart buy because well, we were just uh, we've been talking very, about that. Like, I mean, yeah. I was just saying we were just talking about that. Like, what what we would what would we buy? Like, we would, what franchise or what sport we would buy in? And he's done baseball and uh, soccer in the past year. What you you want to? I mean, as an investor, you want to get into you know uh, investing one hundred and one is buy something that doesn't cost much now. That in five, ten, fifteen. I mean, obviously, if you're paying that much money, but in down the road is going to pay you tremendous amount. And the best buy low situations are bad teams in that are you know like we said, Timberwolves, Oklahoma City, teams that you know don't have that much revenue coming in that aren't in a major city or MLS team. Um, Kevin Durant has a Philadelphia union. Uh, do you have any news on that? Um, this, um, Philadelphia union, you're seeing more, you know, known owners by MLS teams, which is telling you it's kind of like the stock market. Whenever you see something trending up or a little talk, you better get in it too. So yeah, I, I expect a lot of new ownership in MLS. I mean, we just talked about it last week. You said it, Gravy. Mark Ingram bought, what was it, 1%? Yeah. Of DC yeah. United. So, yeah, I mean, whatever kind of, like, move that you can make, it doesn't matter how big or small it is, that in a few years it's just going to be exponented. I mean, like you said, buy low, sell high. I mean, pretty much all you got to do. Yeah. I'm looking to see how much he bought right now. Yeah, we're looking uh, kind of see how much he bought it for. I would assume with his amount of money and not it not being that much, he probably bought the whole thing. I would assume so, uh, just because he's a billionaire. No, and I'm sure it was a part of the. Uh, I'm sure he had a little investment group going with it. Yep. Just because yeah, he's so he's you, so involved in the Mets, I feel like 
with that being in Orlando, I don't know how much he can commit himself to it. You're right. That's that's a pure investment. That's not something he's going to monitor, have too much say, and he's going to he'll put his money in and trust a bunch of people to manage it for him, which obviously this guy, we don't have to tell him how to manage his investments because I'm sure he he, uh, he knows what he's doing. But Orlando City, that uh, you know, young uh, franchise and kind of up and coming in the city of Orlando, they they've mm-hmm. proven that they could raise a team like the Orlando Magic that's been around for now 30 years. So that's yeah. uh, MLS is. I, I think I personally think that America could be doing a better job of making these uh, franchises more appealing and all that. And I think they're they're starting to. Um, uh, see that with all the little changes, David Beckham obviously owning Inter Miami. They're going to go to Miami, hopefully in a couple of years. Um, and probably the one of the last sports topics that we have to talk about. Uh, for it, if you find anything else out on that, let us know. UFC. What what was the number uh, this week? UFC two two sixty three. Two sixty three. Two sixty three. Yeah. Nate Diaz, fan of the pod. Uh, go to the pod, Batman. If he's not getting bloody, is he yeah, didn't no really fight. fight because yeah. <laughs> he that 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 boy and, and actually Fort was live in the lab. Uh, me, Robbie, Vito, and Fort, and we were watching it. And um, man, I it, I think it took what the second round maybe for yeah, him to bust open. That. But the whole time <laughs> I'm like, this dude, like he busted open on the side of his head at first. Like that's not even a spot that's usually a thing. Like. Yeah. Just an old wound just opened up, and and it's once, all that scar tissue those Diaz brothers have. <laughs> Dog, I was just gonna say, once you have all that scar tissue, that's why it's negative to get beat up a lot in fights yeah. because your body can only heal so much. But did you get to watch it live, or did you watch kind of like the? Um, no, yeah, we watched it. Uh, Mandy and I watched it with Ben and Emily and his uh, brother Tanner and sister-in-law Olivia. So we all watched it together. Um, I think shout out Tanner. I think I see him retweeting a bunch of stuff on Twitter. We appreciate yeah, for sure. That. He always shows love. Um, put mad money on Nate. Had to it was three plus three eighty five. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the little it. pause. You always yeah. know people fucked up where it's like ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, should have. I, I mean, gra- like I said, dr- very drunk on Saturday. Probably would have been smart to bet on fight going the distance. Not my thought. Not in my thought yeah. process at at that state. But. uh I actually bet on him, and then I doubled down in, like, the second round. And I was like, we're fucking going for it. Let's go. Oh, but, shit. Uh, great fight. Yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, being drunk and I betting enjoyed is it. not good. That last minute was everything. Like, during the fight, um, either Mandy or Emily or yeah. somebody was like, hey, like, he's going to – like, he's like, he's fucking bleeding. And, like, what's – I'm like, nah, he's good. Like, he loves this shit. Like, he's ready. <laughs> yeah, this is what he does. Yeah. He just warmed up. It's like it's like a it's like a boxer coming out sweaty to a fight. Like, all right, yeah. they're ready. It's like until he bleeds, that's when the match. Then he start. goes. Yeah. Now we go. <laughs> but uh, uh, what did you have? What did you, what kind of bets did you have for going well, out? On that I just fight? had on on that uh, card. I had the UFC. I had that fight going the distance, and then as soon as that hit, I just doubled up on Adesanya. Yeah, that's what I, I did. Stop, but he he wasn't gonna lose. No, he was he did, was clinical. Did you, hear it? did you get any update from that Steve Cohen thing? No, as as far it? as like percentage. Oh, all I'm seeing here is that it, 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 it he actually isn't buying in. Oh, he isn't. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, I'm about to. I don't, yeah, I don't know how true it is, but that's what I'm seeing. Well, Why Caesar Luis Merlo fucking lied. <laughs> Oh yeah, she she that's who actually quoted his tweet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for real, Julia Post quoted that tweet. Yeah, she's like, just woke up and got to this. I've checked with the club. So there's there no, there's no weight to this. Cohen is not buying into Orlando City. Or it might oh. just come out like in a couple of days or yeah. next week that they yeah. wanted to kill kill the situation. So maybe they, people didn't bit. Or, you know, you never uh-huh. know what goes on. But he probably could still own it. They just didn't. Yeah, want I mean, it maybe right maybe away. he's just not like a majority owner, or I don't know. Yeah. Right. Hey, I saw I saw that check mark. I was like, oh snap, it's legit. But I did think it was weird that like nothing was being said. So I was like, maybe they're just keeping it quiet. Um, I'm watching hockey right now. And maybe Ford could speak on it back to UFC to close it out. But I thought that um, I think the most reaction we got out of the whole night, other than Nate Diaz bleeding, was the Mexican fighter. Oh yeah, he won the title. About that, yeah. yeah. 
he took it away. That was a pretty good fight. I mean, that was quick. I didn't. I thought that fight would go to the distance too. I didn't expect it to end how it did. And I'm just glad that, you know, he was cut. I think he was cut from Ultimate Fighter. Um, he was the lowest ranked or something fighter. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. And it just goes to show, you know, like just determination, bro. For real. <laughs> that's that's yeah, really nice. all it is in that sport. Like just determination and just grinding and grinding away. Like that's, that's the only way you get better. And for him to win that title and win that belt, that was that was awesome for him to support yeah. his family and his kids. First Mexican champ. Yep. I saw a tweet that he, um, you know, like an old, like I think maybe six or eight years ago that he was holding the belt. And like, you know, when everybody thinks they're going to be a professional something, it's always right. cool to look back and when you're a kid or before you became like, obviously how many people think they're going to do one thing, but it doesn't turn out. But at least when you find those few and it's like he had the belt on him, and I think he was at a signing. He was like future champ right here. It was only like six or eight years ago. And it's cool to like somebody retweeted it. To, uh, to actually like continue to go through that grind of being, I didn't even know that fact about being last ranked ultimate yeah. fighter, not being, I didn't, I, I didn't know the, the Mexican uh, stat either about being the mm -hmm. first. So like all that going into it, I didn't know going into the fight. And then after yeah. one, I just seen so much emote, like raw emotion from him. And then I learned most of that stuff right then and there. And I, and I thought that was super cool. Yeah, he was um, lowest ranked fighter going into the Ultimate Fighter. And then he signed with the UFC. I think he lost his first two fights and they cut him. Then he just made Damn. his way back. He's had a fucking grind, do that, dog. That's that's yeah. amazing. More shit got to be talked. I the first time these like guys that, fought, it was, it was a crazy fight. That so that's why they ran. The first yeah, one, that's yeah. why they ran it back. So. They need to run another one because he, he yeah. wants his boat back. I know that for sure. Um, before we get into any non like like we said earlier, obviously we're missing Ben, and you know we'll pour it a little for the time being. Won't waste any beer. Um, we're gonna keep it short and simple and kind of efficient on this podcast, and not probably be over uh, an hour. Just kind of get out for the week. What what it, uh, what sports news? But before we get into any trending topics, any shout outs, stuff like that, we'll uh, we'll go into bet the Fort. Hopefully, Ford has some picks, and he does. Oh, he's prepared today. I, I like picks, being baby. with Fort in in the lab. You know, like being able to be next to him. I could kind of like pick your shit up, get your shit together, type shit. Uh, Elliot could fuck with him, but my man's got some picks. Bet the Fort uh, last week. Went three and two had five picks. <laughs> two of them were like obvious. Like what were they plus three thousand? Uh, bet a dollar, win win a penny, basically. Um, so he's got five picks right now, and uh, hit us with a little bet the four. All right, so uh, we're gonna keep it on some soccer stuff. You know, Euro Championship right now. We missed it last year, but we got some this year. Uh, I'm taking Italy over Switzerland. Shout out Mo and the Italians, TT. Yes, what sir. up? Yes, sir. Uh, taking England over Scotland. Italy played good last uh, last game. They, yeah. just, they just ran that whole field. Um, and then NBA playoffs, uh, taking Sixers over Hawks. Sixers back in Philly. I think they, they get that pivotal game five. They need it. I think that series goes seven. Oh, I hope it does because um, both those teams are match up pretty well. And I like Trey Young doing his thing. And then uh, Clippers Jazz. I am going to take the Clippers over the Jazz just because Donovan Mitchell still hobbled. Who knows what could happen when he? It's going to be a fun series. I think that series also goes seven. And then that'd be crazy if Clippers can pull off that win. That'll yeah. be nuts. Down two zero. I feel like Ty. What was that stat that we saw? Ty Lue wins sixty percent of his series when he's down two zero, which is which is nuts. That is with LeBron. LeBron for that. Too. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's like you might as well be a LeBron staff for, at that point, right? And then uh, fight night, UFC fight night this weekend. I'm taking Danny Gay over Korean Zombie. I'm not too sure about either much of them, but my brother was talking to me about them <laughs> earlier, so that's that's, that's his that, pick. That's that when we say bet the Ford, I guess David Ford uh, <laughs> could could intervene in some of these picks. Which Fort, you know, Fort don't, David, bro, say it correctly. Yeah, Fort, Fort David. Sorry, by the way, my man's. I was going to say his physique is looking kind of good, but I didn't want to pause a bunch of shit. But my man's in the fucking lab 
people have been grinding. Yeah, grinding. Bro, the uh, other day he got Chipotle. We got Chipotle. Uh, this was last night. <laughs> my mom was like, oh, I don't feel like cooking. I was like, all right, whatever. We'll just get some food. So he not only did he have his Chipotle bowl, he also made like four other eggs. I was just going to say, I didn't even know it was eggs. I was like, he definitely made eggs, didn't he? He made like four other eggs. <laughs> Wait, what? My man's Rocky, fucking Rocky Four right now, fighting. I respect it. Play like this big, bro. Like that's I'm crazy. Like, you really trying to gain them pounds? I see you guys. That's nuts. I weighed myself today. I was one ninety seven. I'm like, I'm going to Puerto Rico next month. I'm like, I gotta get down to my fighting weight, which is like one eighty five. I feel like it's if, yeah. I, if I have a good amount of fi- uh, fat and like muscle on me, one eighty five is the move. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, I got to, I mean, I didn't eat till like 1 p.m. today. So that's a start, a little fasting. Uh, but anyway, enough about my uh, personal pounds. Uh, bet the fort. So that's five picks. He's still have, above 500, ladies and gentlemen. I know you hey. guys are giving him shit in the group chats, but he still went, he's still green. What's up, Greg? I have moved my, taken my talents to FanDuel. I've left DraftKings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and what was the reason behind that? Um, I watch Pat McAfee show every day, and they bet on FanDuel. Yeah, there you go. That's so, that's marketing. That's uh, yeah, marketing. There you go. That works. Yeah. Yeah. People that. But yeah. People that they, say they don't they work. They got a lot of does. good boosts. It's all about how often you see something. The more you see something, the more inclined you're going to click on it. The more inclined you're going to be like, oh, yeah. let me see what the fuck this is. They just like their their app so much easier to use. Like they have good. Um, I like their first five betting. Like for baseball games, I do a lot of that now. And uh, as soon as it's available in Florida, I'm switching over. Yeah, their boosts, they have really good boosts. They have like NBA boosts every day for these playoff games. Uh, Two plus threes to be made in the first three minutes of the game. Like, yes, that's free money. Oh, shit. Yeah. They they pay out in crypto? (laughs) They should. I do have a little, I do have breaking news that just broke about, obviously, like I said, we're, we're uh, recording this podcast on Tuesday night. It will drop on Wednesday. But uh, 2020-2021 NBA all-first team, thir- second team, and third team. So they have three teams for offense. So they, they I don't think they have – ready? Here we go. So we got Giannis on the first team. Uh, Giannis, uh, Jokic, Curry, Doncic, and Leonard. Solid. Second team. We got Lillard, Embiid, Paul, Randall. There you go. LeBron yeah. James. Which this is crazy. It's funny because LeBron. I know I know the Nets didn't play their key players, didn't play enough games to probably qualify or get enough votes. But the fact that I'm reading out the third team just to get to a Brooklyn Net, in my opinion, is just crazy whether they played five games or fifty games. Well, but the third that's, team that's is Gobert. I know, I know. It's you know. I, can have I have a an issue break. with this. I have an issue with this too. Go ahead. Let me get the third team out and then you go. Uh, yeah. Third team is Gobert, Gobert, Butler, George, Beal, and Kyrie Irving. So at least we got a net up there. Our first, our first one since probably Jason Kidd. So oh, I will say, or Paul Pierce, first. KG. No, Joe Johnson. I don't know. Um, my no, issue with this is. Why is Rudy Gobert the defensive player of the year and first team all defense, but then he makes NBA third team? What that do you mean? What context me. do you mean that in though? It just doesn't add up. I could take that. I could take that a few ways. So what do you mean? You can't. You can't tell me he's the best defender in the league and he's first team all defense, but then he's NBA third team. So you're saying he shouldn't even be on the NBA third team. He should be higher. You're saying, or 13. he should be in the if higher. You're give, okay, yeah, if you're going to give him those accolades, then he needs to be higher. Yeah, but I think you're right. You're, you're right about that, but I, like I don't. Giannis and Kawhi are defensive players, and they're on the first team. Okay, so when you're thinking NBA first, second, and third team, I think offense gets – it's like 90% offense, 10% defense. I think defense is thrown in there, but not as much. So – Defense is obviously no offense. And then first team is kind of a mix, but it's not fairly judged, I think. Wasn't Marcus mm-hmm. Saul that won defensive player of the year and he was second team all defense? Wasn't Brian? I don't talking doubt about that. that. I don't doubt that. When? Marcus Saul, he won the he won um the defensive MVP. Yeah, he won defensive player of the year, but I don't think he defensive was first player. team all defense. 
or yeah, something it does, like that. Ron was talking about it and saying something. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, NBA awards ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's hard to these players awards when they don't qualify. Most of them don't qualify to even get that because for people that don't know, to qualify for a scoring title, um, most of these either stats or these rewards, you need to play 70% of the season. So I did this because I'm a nerd about my team qualifying for certain awards. So obviously in an 82 game season, you need to play 70 games in a 72 season. You need to play 54. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these guys, Harden KD, they didn't qualify just from that. So they can't even be on these first teams. I, what I believe. And I I think this is true because they don't, uh, qualify for a, a scoring title if you don't meet these standards and i'd assume you don't qualify if you're hurt so i think most of these guys right away you don't qualify because you didn't play in enough games um Kyrie just got over that that's why he made the third team um i think if he plays in five more games i think he's on the second team to be honest with you so that's just a show of there's so many variables that go into this obviously excluding um opinions and what the right. reporters who who they want to reward, but there's so many things that go into this. I obviously contracts are valued because guess what, Shams also, no Bobby Marks tweeted out right after, Doncic has earned all NBA honors for a con, uh, second consecutive season and is eligible to sign a rookie Mac extension. Joel Embiid has earned all NBA and is now eligible for Super Max. So. We could be like, oh, that doesn't matter. He didn't make first team, second team, third team. It does matter. You, When you qualify for these all teams in the first three to five years that you're in the NBA, that makes you a tremendous amount of money. So that's just something to think about, you know, for people that don't understand. Except when it comes to Brad Beal, because I think he lost out on that. He could have. I, I don't, I don't know did. about that. Yeah, I think when he didn't make the that? all NBA team, he lost out on like a – I think you can become the that's when you qualify for the super max instead yeah. of just the actual exactly. max contract. So, so it does mean NBA. something, you know, obviously a lot of factors go into it. If you're resting a guy, if you injuries, this and that COVID COVID yeah. shit, you could be healthy as fuck this season. Right. And get COVID like KD and be, or, or, or Zach Levine and be out two weeks. And it's like, damn, I just got my All-NBA another $40 million ripped from me because of contact tracing. So it does suck for these players. Obviously, they they have an opportunity to make it up in other avenues. But that's just something to think about for the basic you know fan that doesn't know about these little things, which I'd assume most people don't know. I read up on all of it, try to be educated. But um, Booker and Mitchell got robbed. Yeah, think, Booker. More so Booker. Booker, he, yeah, he wasn't on that first. He wasn't on that NBA All NBA, huh? No. Wow. Damn that. There's always going to be snubs, like they say. Uh, I think the NBA All Star team should go from. I think this it was talked about today, uh, this year for the first time was they should go from 12 to 15 because there's 15 guys on the roster nowadays versus 12 back in the day, and oh, yeah, most guys true. get hurt. Yeah, most mo yeah. most guys get hurt. Most guys get snubbed. How to prevent that is go from 12 to 15. That obviously involves a lot of money because in a contract, you could put, if you make it to the all-star uh, uh, team back-to-back -back years, you'll get more incentive. So that's probably got to get talked. That's not something like we just talked about earlier about the MLB where it's like, can't be implemented right away. It's got to be unionized and talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, but these are the little things that, People, like average fans don't know about and which makes sense if you don't read about it if you don't do some research you don't know what goes into being an all-star or contract wise or all nba team so it's uh this is they don't talk about it enough i feel in my opinion shout out king k's lambo Ooh. hey if you're betting any well i guess the first round's over but soccer uh, what are you laughing at me? No, no, no. He goes, he goes. Shout out Kim's K Lambo, and I was just gonna say, is that the is that the skit? What did they have oh, the skins well, on? I could recently? barely hear you guys when you talk, so I just hope the listeners can hear you guys when this goes out. Hopefully, we don't Hopefully. we we don't talk at the same time, but we try to. But what was that um, thing? I don't even know. They put in like fur <laughs> or some shit. Oh, oh, that was her. Um, 
her company, <laughs> like her clothing company. They wrapped. Yo, did you see that shit? That made no sense. <laughs> no sense, bro. And I know that shit's gonna get like dirty as hell. Yep. She put her feet in it, and immediately I got anxiety. I'd be vacuuming every time I walk. I would, would. have a, two vacuums. Yeah, the handheld. One in the front, one in the back. The handhelds. Always. Handhelds. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. They fucking wrap that car. I just. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say after he said the Lambo thing? <laughs> You know, I just, uh, I've been really hot with these soccer bets during the Euros, man. Yeah. Ooh, look at you flexing. What are you, yeah. you gravy the fort? Bet the gravy? Bet the gravy. The Pour fort. some gravy on me. Stomp the Montana. <laughs> Stomp the Montana. <laughs> Stomp the Montana. By the way, I, I, I like that. I like a little little trivia. I think we should we should get that going on in future episodes. Yeah, I gain another 100 action. pounds. I'm going to look like Buddy with no hair. Um. <laughs> <laughs> throw some we we uh you i like how on pti they do like little segments and uh you know uh they wear the tony would throw on like a lab coat he'll yeah, throw yeah, on yeah. the genie thing like yeah. yo dude he's crazy we gotta we gotta get some segments like that on uh, oh before i forget I now, very very yeah. very important news very important shout out jake chiefs very important new rick and morty this sunday Ooh, oh, let's get it. Guess what's gonna come out now? Season five. Mushrooms. Yeah, I'm gonna have to dip into my jar with I'm that. I'm gonna have mushrooms with my dinner tonight. But the real nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I uh, I think Mo told me that recently. That uh, new new season. I gotta finish up because watching that season or those shows. Obviously, they have a lot of um social lessons in that if you really watch it high or, or you can watch it sober and you get the point but watching it on something it makes you really think about life you know like how how we dwell on either little things or we don't see society but now that the new season's gonna come out i gotta catch up i gotta finish season two that means i have a lot of things to ingest yeah i think i'm gonna rewatch the, uh, the last you know, season just to i don't know i feel like it's been a while since i watched it Ooh, <laughs> love that dog so good all right so we're at the tail end of the episode episode 20 uh man i really miss ben obviously we got to show him more love every every once in a while he's the we me and fort talked about it this week and when he's over he's the glue guy to the pot he always brings up random conversations random topics hey, or just always need a glue guy he, all he has to do sometimes is laugh and he and made that, it 20 episodes yeah that's a big deal. Like, you know, we were talking about this, you know, like I challenged someone to do something like 20 times in a row. Oh, like, 20 weeks like, in a row. Yeah. Not yeah, even 20, 20 weeks. Yeah, 20 weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody, somebody, whoever's listening out there, do something 20 weeks in a row. And then like 20. Yeah. Right. No, like make it sound worse. Not do something for five months straight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. And I love that. Uh, I love the fact that we were able to, with four, with four different people, with four different people in four different areas, like yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. It, I definitely appreciate every time I think about it, and and hopefully the listeners and watchers do because we have four different lifestyles, making sure everything's consistent and, and kind of, you know, none of us has done this before. All all four of us are very inexperienced, or Gravy's probably the most experienced with kind of doing it for school, right? Uh, yeah, the fact that all of us could come together from different backgrounds and kind of do 20 straight weeks of this. We do awesome. this for y'all <laughs> for the people. <laughs> shout um, out to school. I know. Shout out to school. Yeah. Before we end with some random topics, what uh, I wanted to hear that list of actors oh, yes. and actresses that didn't haven't won Oscars because I know the last time I heard this list, Leo wasn't on it a few years back. Now he's got one. Yeah, you know um, what I did? You know what I'll do Phoenix. like during the week? I'll uh, I'll just like yeah. random shit I see on Twitter and then save it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. of course. Dude, that's where it comes in handy. I, I, I see things on TMZ and I'm like, that's a stupid ass topic, but I like, I, I think yeah. we could talk about that a little bit. All right, so I'll just I'll just say the names really quick because there there's a few um, that we can discuss it after. Um, so notable actors who have never won an Oscar. This was from John Pompolano. He's the brother of the Pomp Bros. Um, so we got Mark Wahlberg, Samuel L. Jackson, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, Will Smith, Adam Sandler, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Gosling, Johnny Depp, 
Angela Bassett, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jim Carrey, mm. Woody Harrelson, Naomi Watts, Robin Wright, Edward Norton, and Hugh Jackman. Ooh, Ed Norton not winning out of all the names, and I was trying to like like take in every name that you said, Ed Norton mm-hmm. is the most be- only because when I watched the Leo. Uh, you know, they have a video of like a one minute video of all the ones he was nominated for and all the things he lost. You look at the other movies, you go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, wait, he should have probably won there. Oh, wait, that. So obviously you're competing with the movie you do that year and also what movies are out during that year as well. So it is harder than you might think. And that's why I said like Brad Pitt just won his first supporting cast with um, the one he did with Leo, which was uh, mm. uh once upon a time in Hollywood. Thank you, uh, Rihanna, aka Elliot. Um, appreciate that. Yeah. So he he just won his first, and obviously Brad Pitt's not known as a tremendous quality actor as far as uh, mm-hmm. cinema, but it's like weird. Like, oh, he's been on some movies, but it's all about timing. Uh, what sticks? What actor or actress sticks out to you the most on that? Gravy. Probably Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I only like Tom Cruise in Minority Report. I don't. I, that's the only probably movie I've ever seen. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. I'll be very honest. Yeah, I'm not a big Tom Wait, Cruise what? fan myself. Oh, okay. I know Vito yeah. is. Vito, lo- he tells me for years to watch Mission Impossible's. No, uh, which I, mean, I just eventually those will alone. when I'm high one day. But yeah, just <laughs> just those alone. I feel like he should have won at least one. Bradley really? Cooper's another one. I feel like he could have got one very Bradley quietly Cooper, for sure. He's still uh, young, though. He he still got potential to win one. Yeah, I, mean, no I love Asian Marky Mark, Mark there's no but that didn't surprise me. Samuel ah, Jackson really surprised me. Yeah. I was gonna say Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah, for sure. But like most of those actors, like you know the the they're snobs at the uh, the Oscars. They they kind of it's like old school acting, which they reward. You know that quality you either become a character or the, the cinema is like valued at a historical point in life. So it all, those all have to do with it. Um, mm. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a great quality list for people who didn't win it, but yeah, it, it's, I mean, I, I try to watch the Oscars every year as much as I can over the last five years. And man, it's fucking hard out there to win a fucking Oscar with all they those should categories. Just get together and make hard. a movie and win an Oscar. There you go. There you go. I was just yep. gonna say. Go they should just get together. together like the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith hits up Ed Norton like, "Yo, I got this idea that we could both what kind win of the movie shit." Make? You know, I don't even <laughs> know, dude. That would be a fire. I'll watch that though. That's for sure. <laughs> movie about not winning Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Damn this um, this defensive this defenseman pushed a forward into his own goalie, <laughs> and he knocked the goalie out of the game. Oh my God. Fucking so hockey. if you guys, so we'll leave it up the next couple minutes. If you guys don't have anything, it is officially 8 35 PM. Not yep. in a rush to go watch the Nets game. Cause I'm recording. I'm going to nah, start cool. it I'm, I'm when we're done, but good to you know, get the, the end of the episode anyway. Um, culture three. Did you guys listen to? Yeah, I didn't listen right. to it personally. It's I, it was I, Larry right. June, put that Larry June album. It's great. Man. It's great. Man. Culture three. Uh, I didn't listen to the first ad lib was Mama. Shout yeah, out Feinberg because that's what we do. Obviously, Shout out he, uh, he, DM, he, he DM'd us saying that now there's a law that Florida people in traffic or in a protest could legally run protesters over. Over. I didn't look it far too into it. That was just sounds like Florida. Upon me two hours ago. Yeah, it's, it, I told him. Uh, well. Some it was like shit. Florida being Florida at the end of the day. So we got to yeah. look into that. Uh, shout out DJ, DJ Kuzmo for the Culture 3 review on Twitter. Um, like we said earlier in the episode, uh, TikTok, we're live. We're going to promote it. Follow us. We're going to have. We're gonna try to make TikTok maybe a, a little more fun, a little bit more random stuff that goes on. Uh, TikTok is one of the biggest, is the biggest probably social media uh, kind of trending up so we'll have more fun on that follow us some uh, behind the that, scenes yeah. type shit shout out uh um, shout out dick staff aka richard staff on twitter <laughs> he uh two days ago he tweeted 
for a guy who's against illegal immigration, Trevor Bauer really loves letting hitters go over the wall. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. That's a good one. And on that note, we shall end it there. That is episode 20. If it felt if you're listening via audio and podcast or um, and or YouTube and it felt a little lighter uh, today, uh, it was because we didn't have our fourth member. We will have our fourth member back next week for episode 21. Episode 25, we have a nice little um, segment that we want to uh, break down with you guys celebrating 25 episodes. Uh, follow us on all platforms. We appreciate you guys. Uh, and thank you for kind of listening to this ad-libbed, you know, kind of, uh, three-man crew that we had going on in the utility players. And that's what we are. We're utility players. We get it done no matter what. Sure. Shout out Mike Morgan. Have Mordecai. a good night. Boom.